Okay, then. Welcome back, everybody. Beautiful day, beautiful people. Appreciate you tuning in. Fun times for all. Man, time flies when it's the worst year ever. Am I right? (laughs) Here we are. Believe in Jayhawks basketball program on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Jonas Nordman. Thanking you, as always, for tuning in and hopefully sharing with your friends. If you're not, then I don't thank you, and please do do it. Today's going to be an interesting episode. First, let me say this. This is on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast network for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? (laughs) It's all downhill from here. Here's what I believe. I hope you brought your your robes. I hope you brought your judge's wigs, your gavel, your suitcase, because we are getting our law on today. We're going to take it into the courthouse because we have some news that has emanated from the NCAA sanctions committee, how it affects Kansas, some things with Kansas football that affect Kansas basketball. Yes, I know Kansas football. Who cares? Big, big whoop. But some law and order just happened in the world of Kansas football that has direct ramifications on Kansas basketball. Plus, yeah, I'm going to get to you, Zion Williamson, you shady blue devil, you. You thought you could hide. Oh, the Duke Brotherhood. It was more than enough for me just to go there for free, even though apparently I was offered $20,000 to go elsewhere or whatever the amount was. (laughs) Your time is coming, Zion. We'll touch on that at the end of the episode. But let me start by saying, again, I felt the need to say something at the beginning of last episode, and I'm really happy to see and really proud to see that KU Athletics put out a graphic and stood even stronger. The graphics showing Black Lives Matter. I think they put this out yesterday. Big letters, three lines over the Jayhawk logo. Did it cause some shockwaves? Probably. I'm trying not to read those comments because they're idiots. And then I was trying to really verbalize how I felt about it. And then my good friend and budding graphic artist, photographer, Drew Rich, if you're looking for someone for either of those duties, look him up on Twitter. It's at underscore Drew Rich. Oh, he switched his Twitter handle. It used to be the real Drew Rich. More professional. I get it. But he tweeted just an hour ago here. The people getting angry about this post, the post being uh, the Jayhawk with Black Lives Matter that KU Athletics put out there. The people getting angry about this post are going to be so bummed to learn what the hashtag Jayhawk name is in reference to. So true. Great point. Man, I love the Jayhawks. I love that bird. What do you love about it? I don't know. It wears boots. (laughs) if you don't understand it look up the history of the jayhawk it's a civil war thing you know kansas being a free state that's why there was there's that's why there is free state brewery free state high school (laughs) that was a good one i like that so credit to ku athletics for putting out that graphic and if you're gonna fight that then stop being a loser all right Let's get to the legalities. Some news out of Stillwater, Oklahoma. 
Why do we care about that? I will tell you. Calm down. So, just earlier this week, Oklahoma State basketball received quite the punishment. Three years probation, and they are banned from postseason play next season, along with scholarship productions. Wow. That is hardcore. It is the result of level one violations, which Kansas has received. So that's why we're relating this. Level one violations when former associate head coach Lamont Evans went to jail for three months for taking bribes to steer players from both Oklahoma State and South Carolina to agents and financial advisors. Obviously, this is tied to everything with the FBI. Uh, Lamont Evans took the bribes. Oklahoma State is claiming, like many other schools, that they were the victim. Lamont Evans acted on his own for selfish reasons, which may be true. Steering these players to certain agents and financial advisors doesn't necessarily help out Oklahoma State, but they still got hammered. So there are some really interesting backstories now. Where do we go from here for Oklahoma State? How does it relate to Kansas? First and foremost, the most obvious, Kansas is embroiled in their own legal issues. They are battling the NCAA. And here's how Oklahoma State went about this. They laid back and they said, okay, we're going to do some self-imposing ourselves. We're going to fire Lamont Evans right away. Look, we're being good little boys here. NCAA, take it easy. NCAA said, thank you for uh, cooperating. You're still hammered. So right now, it's looking like a pretty good decision, at the very least for KU basketball, to at least be fighting tooth and nail. Will it come back to bite them and maybe get a more severe punishment? Maybe. But the whole helping out and cooperating with the NCAA didn't work either. So, what is Kansas doing? They're looking to go through an independent process, although if the the ruling from that independent process doesn't go their way, they can't appeal that. But I think they'd rather take that chance. And I did mention this process, and I did mention this committee that KU is applying to uh, a couple episodes ago. But here's the other benefit. It's not really a benefit. Here's the other ramification, if you will. I feel like I've used that word too much already this episode. Cade Cunningham. If you're wondering who that is, that is the, depending on what service you look at, number one, number two, maybe number three ranked recruit coming into college next year. He was, he is still going to Oklahoma State as of this episode. The way my shows work, I say this, he's probably going to go to a different school within an hour. <laughs> It'll be fine if the NCAA tournament has no fans. Canceled an hour after posting. No big deal. So what happens to Cade Cunningham? He can't play in the postseason now. Does he stay at Oklahoma State? Still get that exposure playing in the regular season. It doesn't necessarily matter if you play in the postseason. Ben Simmons went to LSU, was a standout player there. The team still stank. He was still drafted first overall by the Philadelphia 76ers. However... As I mentioned a couple episodes ago, there is this new G League potential 
Go get paid by the NBA minor leagues. Could he go join Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd on in the G League, on that G League team, the G League Select? Or, oh boy, could he even go to his second choice in the recruiting process, which was ugh, Kentucky? And there's a lot of articles now sprouting up. Cade Cunningham, could he go to Kentucky? Cade Cunningham, keeping his options open, maybe going to go to Kentucky. So, yeah, this is how it affects Kansas. Does he stay at Oklahoma State? The team's not going to the postseason, but that's a tougher team that KU will have to roll through as they try to win the Big 12. Talent makes things difficult, and this is a kid that could potentially be drafted number one overall in two drafts. So, yeah, going to Stillwater, where Bill Self has historically had issues, and then having the pokes come to the field house, you have to deal with potentially the best player in the nation. Could be problematic. Maybe would rather not face him at all if you want to win the Big 12. And then if he goes to Kentucky, you know they have a good recruiting class already. And then you add in Cade Cunningham. And by the way, I'm trying to think of my rotations here. Yeah, Kansas is facing Kentucky in the Champions Classic this upcoming season. So they're going to see him in early November if he goes to Kentucky. And then potentially a Final Four, Elite Eight, what have you. So it all comes back around. Keep an eye on that one. Most importantly, I think the biggest takeaway is Oklahoma State, cooperative, still banged. Tough situation, can't play the postseason, recruiting restrictions and scholarship uh, restrictions. Didn't help. So Kansas is going hardcore. They say, stop right there. We're trying to give the NCAA the Heisman. We're playing tough to get. Will it help? Only one way to find out. This is the Believe in Jayhawks basketball program where we are taking it off of the court, which I will admit is not necessarily my fort. Yes, my fort. Forte, I believe, from what I understand, I believe, is not the correct way to pronounce it. It is Fort, so it's not necessarily my strength, but a lot of credit to writers such as Mark Schleybach, Jesse Newell. Actually, I'll read a paragraph in just a second from Jesse Newell about our next topic. Some more legalese, and for this, I think we need some sort of legal music. Ah, perfect. We move to the David Booth Memorial football field at Cavisto Field on Daisy Hill not on Daisy Hill <laughs> that's where the dorms are by the Campanile whatever they're calling it these days first and foremost what I'm about to talk about is another black guy for Kansas Athletic Director Jeff Long the guy loves the spotlight whether it's going to a Dairy Queen and saying I'm eating local He tweeted a picture of him in front of a Dairy Queen saying, I'm eating local. I get that the whole, there's the franchise thing with Dairy Queens and all these different restaurants. And it's a local owner who is supportive of Kansas athletics. I mean, it's so cheesy and no, no one's really buying it. You supporting that franchise supports the national, whatever. 
He loves the spotlight and this whole thing with former football coach, coach David Beatty has been a major cluster F. So just this week, Kansas and Kansas Athletics and David Beatty reached a $2.55 million settlement. <laughs> David Beatty alleged that KU concocted a reason to fire him for cause to avoid his $3 million payout. If you're looking for the cause, it's because David Beatty went 6-42 and 42 during his time at Kansas, while going 2-34 and 34 in Big 12 play. But he did beat Texas. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Kansas beat Texas in football a few years ago. Really, it's because someone came up with an assistant coach, potential violation, and KU tried to use it. Seems relatively valid. But then the stuff came out about Jeff Long trying to dive into David Beatty's personal life. He was having an extramarital affair. The way Jeff Long was commenting on an older donor and a KU athletic staffer. Not a good look. And he came in and he knew he was going to hire Les Miles right away, which I have no problem with. David Beatty probably could have seen the writing on the wall when Jeff Long was hired. So they're both babies. And one of them just got $2.55 million for being terrible at what he does. God bless you, David Beatty. But what does this matter with Kansas basketball? This is the Believe in Jayhawks basketball program where we ignore KU football unless there's a reason not to. So, it's certainly not monetarily. $2.55 million plus the legal fees that Kansas Athletics mentioned in a release about four months ago that they were paying. It probably tops the, the initial $3 million asking price. So they're taking a loss here. But, and I do turn to Jesse Newell's article here. Where is that? Here we go. Big picture, though. This is a direct quote from Jesse Newell's article in the Kansas City Star. This appears to be a sound move for Kansas athletics in regards to risk management. I think that's the key term right there, risk management. Beatty's legal team was still going through discovery and had already sent out a subpoena to former Adidas representative TJ Gasnola. And if you've been following the FBI stuff with Kansas basketball, that name should immediately ring a bell. That could have been disastrous for KU's looming NCAA case, as anything said in Gasnola's deposition could have been used against KU, with that new information also coming out late in the process. So, this is just a big case of, you know what? Just take the cash, because this short-term sunk cost will be much will be less costly. Then if you talking to TJ Gasnola, then torpedoes our basketball program. Again, will it work out in the long run? Tough to say. Only one way to find out, right? So much like Kansas battling it out, duking it out. We'll get to Duke in a second. Duking it out with the NCAA. They are now paying essentially $2.5 million dollars to keep David Beatty and his legal team, and more than $3 million in the whole effort, to keep them quiet. 
aggressive, very expensive lengths to go. Will it help the basketball program? It's tough because I really think the NCAA is is coming full bore at, at Kansas basketball right now. They're looking to make examples and show that they're all good, that they're clean. So I don't know. Going through the independent source, uh, I think, is the right thing to do. If it helps, awesome. If it doesn't, you still did the right thing in this process. <laughs> the stuff with David Beatty is just ridiculous. Believe in Jayhawks basketball. We are coming to the end of another fun episode. I am roasting now. The, the weather is starting to heat up. I think I might still be the only person who's still rocking quarantine non-haircut. My hair is getting out of control. And I'll just put it this way. And your significant other, who is pro me having longer hair, because it frames my, my face very well, when she, she looks up at you the other day and goes, hey, you know, barbershops are starting to open up again. Might be a sign. Might be time to get a little trim. And as I'm wearing my headset here, my, uh, my hair is falling into my ears, making it a little uncomfortable. Man, I've never experienced this before. It's crazy. Anyways, that's not what people tune into the show to hear about hairstyle. Although I do believe the believe I do believe that the Believe Podcast Network does have some self grooming shows out there for you. So what was I talking about with Zion? <laughs> the heat is getting turned up on both Zion and Duke. That's what I'm saying. Quickly, some improved housing situations for Zion Williams' parents that he was used as evidence to show that he was paid to attend Duke before going to Duke. His parents had an 895 monthly rental in South Carolina at Duke as they lived in North Carolina, property valued at $950 per month, the listed monthly rent at $4,995. So despite not working as much and watching their son play college basketball, their rent jumped up by, no, close to $100. Here is the full paragraph, two paragraphs, from the legal document. Ooh, should I pull the... I don't want to pull the music up again. Prior to attending Duke, the plaintiff and his family resided in a South Carolina property, which upon a search of public records, in or about the time they first rented the property, the rent was approximately 895 a month, and which property is currently valued at approximately 153000 they then have a Zillow, which is so funny that Zillow is being used in legal documents and depositions to show the home details. So after the plaintiff, Zion, selected Duke and moved to North Carolina, he and his family resided in a property which was valued at approximately $950,000. Whoa. At that time, and for which the monthly rent was listed at 4995 Ooh, they actually wrote this wrong. It's either 49995 or, yeah, they, they actually wrote this wrong. Or they added one too many nines. And again, a Zillow. Here's the juicy part. This property is owned by Thomas Morse, who, upon information and belief, is an alumnus of Duke. And then they include the deed and the title to the property. 
So his parents moved to a more expensive property that was under the care and the the deed and the title was a Duke alumnus. He spurned offers to go play at other places to go to Duke. Zion definitely did not receive any cash whatsoever to go to Durham, North Carolina. Or did he? All right. That was a lot of legalese. That was too much. We'll freshen it back up. Hopefully there's more news in terms of on court next week. But sometimes you got to grind through topics such as this to get to the fun stuff, right? It's, it's a big thing in college basketball. The, the FBI, the different schools, USC, Auburn. We know Louisville is always in the news. As these different punishments or hopefully non-punishments come out, It'll be interesting. And how does it affect Bill Self and his future at Kansas? If the program and the team are going to be in the gulag for a bit, does is that when he bolts to the NBA? He's here and he's grinding and he's battling it out right now. <laughs> Honestly, my f- first thought, and this might have been terrible, as we are right up against it now, about the Oklahoma State news is, you may remember a couple episodes ago, ESPN re- released their 40 coaches under 40 years old. And Oklahoma State head coach Mike Boynton was right at the top. And I ripped that decision. He was like number two or number three. I believe my argument was there's, he's done nothing on the court to warrant that. His teams are not successful. This is a once-proud program. And really, we're basing this off of his recruiting of Cade Cunningham, even though he hired Cade Cunningham's brother to be on his assistant staff. So he's not really even that good of a recruiter. And if you lose this Cade Cunningham because of what happened here, well then, you might have to redraw that list because he is not that good of a coach. Or maybe he is, and he's just taking his time to get going. We just haven't seen anything yet. All right. Spicy episode here today. Ripping on Oklahoma State, the NCAA, Zion Williamson, Jeff Long, uh, Mike Boynton. He, he did beat KU twice in one year, uh, although Kansas went to the Final Four that year in 2018. But as always, I will speak with you. Episodes are posted every single Wednesday, you know, in the afternoon-ish, generally about 3 to 4 Eastern time, and you can do the math from there. Share with your friends. Play the episode on multiple computers. Love you all. Everyone should be loved equally and respected. I think that's not that inflammatory of a remark to make. If it is, whatever. You stink. (laughs) Keep doing well. Stay safe. Get in those walks if you have to. And until next Wednesday, I bid you adieu. And as always, rock chalk.